Love Joy actually. <laughs> so right. here we are in I don't know why I'm singing. <laughs> Mixing it up. Uh, um we are on series three, episode Almost ten. at the end. We're almost yeah. at the end. We've got like three more left of we after this. Yes. Yeah. We've got Which includes the Christmas special. Yes. Oh, I'm excited for I'm the Christmas special. I'm quite excited special. about the Christmas special. I'm quite excited about the Christmas special. We might we'll probably coincide it almost with Christmas. I it'll think be, it'll so. be coming in towards Christmas. Yeah, by then, it'll anyway. definitely be November by the time it goes up. Oh, which, is, which is basically Christmas. And we're talking about Christmas because it is so hot. So freaking <laughs> it's so hot, it really is. Hot. I'm too hot. So if any of us stop making sense at any point, well, we, we, we blame it on that. We're just a puddle on the floor. <laughs> Absolutely, because My, of the. Uh, Puddle on my carpet, my nice carpet. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, sorry oh. Paul. Which got, oh my God, I didn't tell you about last weekend, did I? The most awful, awful weekend. Oh, no, what I had my two nieces came to oh, stay. Oh, I heard the overview yeah. of this. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, though. I haven't so, heard well, the Well, they, they turned up and their mum casually said, oh, how's your sore tummy feeling now to the younger one? I was oh. like, that doesn't sound good. So the younger one threw up that night. Oh, no. The following night, the other one managed to throw up not just in one room, but in three different rooms. Now, I live in quite a small flat. <laughs> this was one of the rooms, by the way, all the way up that bookcase Aww. into the into the uh, the hallway. God, I haven't been sick like that for a long time. I mean, she's, she's, she's only little. Yeah, where's like, it all coming how from? How much can you fit inside a nine-year-old? Seriously. <laughs> oh, it's amazing how much can sit it was out of a small person. incredible. She's sort of, it's like proper exorcist stuff going oh. on. Oh, bless Anyway. Her. Did you anyway. get a sort on me? And then I got a sore tummy as well. Oh, no. <laughs> I kind of feel like with all that puke around yeah. it, it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. She's probably one of the reasons I'm still drinking uh, peppermint tea. Don't tell the listeners. Yes. Oh, well, I'm drinking sparkling water because it is a it's furnace in it London is, today. It is really yeah, really it's hot. too hot. I think if we did drink alcohol today, we'd be putting ourselves in yeah, I think genuine we would, peril. Yeah. And we, and we <laughs> love... Peril alert, 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 peril alert. So I've got some coconut water. Good. Well, that's yes. very middle class of you. Well yes. done. So I, I fully assimilated. <laughs> Shall we discuss... To introduce ourselves. We should introduce ourselves. I'm Helen. I'm Paul. And I'm Em. Um, and this is Lovejoy Actually. Series 3, episode 10, Kids. We, uh, yeah, Kids is a, a much-anticipated episode, particularly among some of you on Twitter. By the way, we have over 200 followers on Twitter Ooh, now, which is very really exciting. Uh, but I did promise to read this out from Kevin Laws. Kevin is one of our patrons. We love you, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> Um, and he has uh, messaged us on Twitter to say, so you might well be recording a review of the episode Kids shortly. Indeed we are, Kevin. Here we are. <laughs> Good timing. This was my first ever episode I recorded on VHS. Oh, remember oh, those days. Record them. And you used to have to have several tapes didn't you to do it because the, the, there was never there was only a couple of hours per tape yeah it was like 120 minutes yeah 120 yeah. minutes so or I, maybe 180 i had about okay. i had about oh, four I, I had about four tapes with the entirety of series six on yeah. and another tape with the uh south carolina oh. special end of series five <laughs> bing anyone playing love to actually bingo anyway he goes on to say and so began my journey Oh. It's probably not the best episode. Well, we'll, we'll see what we think, we'll Kevin. That, probably not the best episode for all, but for me, it was perfect. It had all the ingredients that captured my fascination, and so we'll always have that place. It's my 10 out of 10, and I would love oh. this to be shared. Oh, Thank Kevin. You. Thank you so much, Kevin. That is very, very sweet. That's a really lovely message. So, no pressure on us now for <laughs> reviewing it. I don't I know. Yeah, I hope our review lives up is it, to it. Your... Is it good or bad for Kevin that we're going to be sober while we. Review this I one. think it's a good could go either way. It, we won't. Well, yes, it could go out either could. way. You're quite right. I, I, I mean, not to do much of a spoiler alert, but I liked it. I, I liked it. When Kevin said it had all the ingredients, do you say or elements? That's. Uh, I really found it very um, satisfying from a love joy. I did. I also, oh, yes. I also said, well, well, obviously I'm, I'm sort of leaping ahead already, but it, I felt like it had three parallel plots. This one, yes. Whereas yeah. we were discussing having two plots and a plot and a subplot, and then we've had a couple this series that have had two equal plots, and this had three, three. equal plots. Yeah, yeah. Um, does anyone have a summary? Oh, so oh. I've got. So what we discovered a bit late on <laughs> is that the. Which, I, mean, I have noticed it before, but I've not. The summaries on UK TV Play again. We're not sponsored by them, although 
if you're listening, happy to discuss. If you, if you want to chuck some money our way, that would be lovely. And the sponsorship, you know, is, 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 view, is listening to us. Um, but the little summaries on UKTV Play are quite funny. Um, and and um, every time it's got a different sentence to, like, describe Lovejoy as a whole. Um, and then it describes the episode. But I love that they've had to think of, like, how many? 70? Yes. 71? The, 70, there's 71 on there, yeah. 71, yeah. 71 different ways of saying drama. So... This week's one is drama with the raffish antique stealer, but it's something like that, but always different. So that's brilliant. So, dra- so this for, so for kids, it's drama with the raffish antique stealer. Susan appears at a country house auction to tell Lovejoy that their daughter has vanished. Tinker, Eric, and Jane go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the idea that it implies Tinker, Eric, and Jane are just like in Asda. Yeah, yeah. Or like the... I don't know, Topshop. Topshop. Well, all this peril is buying a new car on a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're two of the plots. They're right there. So um, Vicky's gone missing. And Tinker and Jane go shopping. But well, she hasn't really gone missing. She hasn't though, vanished. Really. I mean, no. it, it all gets. Yeah, you we'll, get, of, we'll get into yeah, it. It's not too perilous on for Vicky, but um, well, emotionally perhaps. Yeah. Um, but we we discussed that. Yeah, we do start off at an auction, and we haven't. We do. We haven't started. It, it, it was it. I think in the first series, Em, you said, "Oh, I feel like they always start at an auction, yeah, and they and never they, do. And Occasionally they, they do, and this one did. Yeah. So yeah, with a horrible, horrible clock. Did oh. anyone like the clock? I think it was all right. Eighteenth-century Ormolu what? bracket clock. I love the word Ormolu. Ormolu. <laughs> I was quite happy that it was Ormolu. The yeah. fact that I can't even remember the clock. Says that I didn't really like the clock. Yeah. It was just a very, you know, like fancy, ornate, a gold clock. Oh, no, kitschy. I don't like kind of, yeah, kitschy stuff particularly. Yeah. It was all right, but they, basically it was meant to be selling. It hadn't reached it reserve. So it sold it for like £5,900, but... Do you know what I've written? I've written opens at an auction, then I've written, oh, that wink. Yes, oh. a, very, <laughs> a very subtle wink from Lovejoy to to bid on the clock yes and but it, I didn't even realise he'd done it until after he'd done yeah. it <laughs> um, but I think I had this, a similar reaction of like Ooh. that's weirdly hot why is that it hot is. <laughs> it is and why is it because it doesn't just look like he's got a sort of palsy or something <laughs> you know? actually yeah. I think it's I think the thing that's it hot is about hot. it is is that he is in control of the yes. room or in control yeah, of the bidding yeah. with very little seemingly outside effort um, he's a very self-assured man, and that's kind of that's really that's, yeah. you know, that's really attractive. So he buys the clock, but we don't see the clock. Am I? We don't see the clock again, do we? There's no particular reason for it. I thought the, the clock, clock would be relevant. It's not. And it's not. He's at the auction oh, to I've buy something massive because I thought the clock was something. Oh, oh maybe we'll it is. Fi- well, we'll figure it out at the end. Oh, shit, that makes not, me. It's yeah. not until the end. I think I'm wrong though. Oh no, we'll, I, we'll see. We'll discuss. Not. We'll discuss. But the main reason for him being at the the auction yeah. um, was actually to bid on something else <laughs> a little bit later on, and then he's foiled. And I described it. The other thing that he's there to put on as a horrendous dog picture. I mean, it oh, really, really is. Was. But it went, it went round the wheel for me. I bloody loved it. A oh Spen- no, Spensley. Spensley. Is that a real Spensley. person? I probably. Did any of us look it up? No. no. Why? No. Why spoil the podcast? Why, why spoil the podcast by <laughs> doing that? some research? <laughs> oh, I love the fact the only thing we did look up was your man who painted the really, really. <laughs> Awful por- pornography. We yes, looked, him, we looked up. him up. He was real. He was I think real. Most, mostly it is real. So I, I think Spencer probably is real. I'm going to look it up. I mean, um, the, the dog picture was. Uh, uh, I surely he can't be real because it did look like someone in the props department had just knocked it up in <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes. We need oh, a prop sorry, Spencer. Sorry, descendants who are clearly listening. I mean, um, it was just, I don't, don't know who has to fly that on their wall. It just wasn't very nice. Yeah, you'd have to have a specific kind of. And maybe if you really like decoration, dogs. Yeah. yeah, but I quite like dogs. It was quite offensive to dogs, really. It was really, yeah. <laughs> maybe um, if you didn't like dogs, you'd have it. Yeah. Um, and there's another antique dude there called Birmingham Bertie. Birmingham Bertie, but that's literally that's literally all I've written down about him. So basically, he's he's um so Birmingham Bertie also wants the dog picture. Of course, Lovejoy wants the dog picture because. He wants it for Jane's uncle's birthday. Jane's uncle loves the Spenceley. Apparently, mm. he likes was it dogs in? I've, I've written silly little dogs with bows. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's horrendous. <laughs> we'll put a picture up. <laughs> what is it with dogs and accessories? Are you guys into dog accessories? What do you think of like dogs oh, in clothes? No. I am. Um, I was yeah, once bizarre. in a shop in London. I don't know what it was accessorising, and I thought I was looking at 
baby clothes and there's a little like leather jacket and a leather cap like a really kind of like <laughs> sort of like leather a, look like a bear yeah kind yeah, of look. yeah yeah and I was like who the hell would put their baby in that and then I realised I was looking at dog clothes which is <laughs> dog clothes is also quite weird unless it's like weirder. dogs have to dress like their owner so it's yeah. like, <laughs> oh god that's just oh, yeah dear. But yeah. oh, I got um, like a neckerchief for my cat and he won't wear it. You bought because a Because he's ne- a cat. Because he's a cat. <laughs> no, I don't know why. why. You do realise when you say he won't wear it, you've got to put it on him. He's not going to put it on himself. He's it's not going to like. Paws. With his little claws <laughs> and his little claws. He's going, I can't do this up. I can't fasten it, Mum. Mum. Why can't I do it? I've never been able to do that type of knot. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. I'd, and it was from America and was obviously having like a mad 10 minutes on the internet, probably mm-hmm. after glass of wine yeah and I was like of course he'll never drunk shop in a, in a checkered neckerchief for Christmas no he's a cat he just wants oh. kitty kibbles so is so it Ber- Birmingham Bertie also wants to buy the dog picture we're not sure why we don't know why he just wants it as well that's right, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah he, it's just a bit of posturing so he, against Lovejoy. Yeah, he, wants to, he wants to like pay off Lovejoy not to like what's it worth not to bid on it and Lovejoy's yeah. like oh sod you um, and then but then before he has a chance to bid on said painting. All gets foiled by the return of Susan. Mm. This was the episode I was thinking of way back in series one when I say we don't meet until series three because mm. I've somehow blanked out the episode at the girls' school. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this was the one I was thinking of and I think it's because she was so annoying in this episode. <laughs> I mean, I she, was she was quite so... annoying. And to be fair, I mean, because we later on find out that Vicky... I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this now because I was so shocked in the episode when I found it out that she is only 19 still somehow. Yeah. I, I don't mean, understand how she's only... No, ni- I mean... I mean, she should be only 19 yes. because otherwise time has passed implausibly. However, so, so when did she leave school? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Anyway. Yeah. But if she, to be fair, if your 19-year-old daughter suddenly went missing and didn't know where they were, you would be pretty worried. Yeah, like, I do. Would. I kind yeah. of have sympathy with Susan in this episode. Like, she's a bit annoying, but... She, you she, would be a gang out of your mind a little bit. She she walks into the auction and he's like, just I just just give me five minutes. I'm just trying to get this. And she's like, no, it can't wait five minutes. And I'm like, well, I mean, it probably can. It probably can. And like, like he is in the middle of his actual and, job. And once again, if it can't, tell the police. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lovejoy. Oh, there's some brilliant like detective Lovejoy there, moments. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was a, and somewhat dramatically she says it's Vicky I think she might have been kidnapped and obviously that gets yeah. Lovejoy's attention and, but she, and even Susan later admits that that was said for dramatic effect to like get him to listen you can see that she would have been annoying I can, like see, how the, I can see how the yeah. two of them used to clash um, I will say Susan was wearing an excellent suit she was, but she, she was, was massively annoying. It's just the way she talks to him as well. This whole she sort of turns up every now and then and basically says, "Well, you were a crap dad," and you think, but actually, Vicky has said in previous episodes she basically said she prefers her dad because her mum is judgmental mm. and um, snobby, actually, and, yeah. and breathing down her neck. Yeah, but to be fair, like Vicky has disappeared. She's not been to work for a week. She's let her flat out to someone else. Yeah. Like anything could have happened to her. But she's let her flat out. Yeah. So she she, she has just, clearly planned to go she's away. Planned. Yeah, she hasn't just yeah. vanished into the ether. What surprises me is nobody sort of says, well, was she depressed? No one asks about her mental health or anything like that. Yeah. They're just like, oh, she's been kidnapped. Oh, she's put her flat up, you know, given it to someone else. Well, she clearly hasn't been kidnapped then. Oh, well. What else uh, is there? Oh, well. No one says, oh, my God, you know, was she... Was she, is was there she in her right mind? evidence that she might not be very well? Yeah. But, you know, which is what I would have asked. But. And because of Susan bursting in, Lovejoy misses out on the horrendous dog picture. I know, it's, it's sad. Well, which it was means sad for Jane. Lady, it was sad for Lady Jane's uncle. Yes. Yes. But more of that later, because then... We, so we've basically had what become two of the plots broken to us in about the first five minutes, which is pretty yeah. which is good going for Lovejoy. Not yeah, crammed yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, than like yeah not all crammed in. Half the episode of just... And it isn't, actually. It all resolves fairly sensibly. And actually, um... I mean, pretty much straight away, Lovejoy's like, well, she's probably just gone off with a boy, which... Turns out she has, in the loosest sense of the word boy. (laughs) (laughs) And he actually says, because Susan is like, can't you just find out what's happened to her? Can't you look into it? And he's like, Inspector Lovejoy to the rescue. I know. I know, I wrote that down, yeah. I mean, you sound like you're being sarcastic, but you do actually think you are a detective, so... Yeah. Yeah, he he puts himself on the case of his... Finding where his own daughter is. It's It's like you wouldn't... Like, ring them and just... Yeah. Oh, I suppose he can't. He can't. No, she hasn't got a mobile. Nowadays, none of these plots... Because you'd be able to track her somewhere on social media And I think think we're just a lot more savvy. When did Susie Lampley go missing? Can anyone remember that? I was thinking in the 80s. I was thinking of that when I watched this. I'm like, surely if she's gone missing and nobody's heard from her... 
the, like, and the police would take it seriously. She's that age. Seriously. She's yeah. a similar it's age. Weird that they don't contact them. At no point do they involve the authorities. But again, are we surprised? This is yeah. this is Lovejoy. No one involves the authorities if they could possibly. I think avoid Susie Lamplew was something like eighty-eight or something. Yeah, like I that. definitely I felt like it had happened before this. Oh, yeah. it definitely happened before this. Eighty-six. There you go. I was almost yeah. right. So we don't. We don't. We literally don't have a clue what's happened to Vicky. Whether she's got her own Mister Kipper or what's going on. Um, Lovejoy goes and talks to Jane about it, and then he sees something in the paper and at this point I got completely confused and I just didn't know what was happening now. It did get a bit confusing basically he looks at the newspaper he sees this guy called Michael Brightman who's just been oh, appointed yes. junior minister for the environment oh, yes. and basically it turns out that he's someone he was an aristocrat Lord Caston and he renounced his title so Jane's like very dismissive of that she's like, <laughs> love just like do you know him and she's like oh well oh the chap that renounced his title no I don't it's like yeah. you know him a bit because you know that he renounced his title why um, would you what I didn't I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you, you just can. say I don't yeah, want to be because isn't that what Tony? Isn't that what Tony Ben did? Didn't he even have a title? I'm sure he did. Or like not accept so, it. You can so that he could stay in the House of Commons. Yeah. Oh, I see. But then it's because like a hereditary if you title. Have a title, you you'd have to be in the House of Lords. Yes. yes. Yeah. Got it. I think this obviously this is a hereditary title because he talks about his dad. But I think even then you can still be like, I don't want it. I can pass it to the next person. Yeah. But yeah, it did get confusing because they were basically talking about an incident that had already happened in the past that, as if we knew about it. Yeah. So it was really confusing. They were like, like oh, yes, your friend... Because basically, he looks at this picture of Michael Bryan who's in the newspaper and the reason he... Lovejoy's interested in it is because oh, he's yes. a painting in it, a Mark Gertler painting, and then he's like, oh, hang on, he's got that painting. And then they're all like, oh, yes, but isn't that the painting that your friend... Ha- um, bought yes. that you verified as being real for your friend and they go on about this incident and it's all like it's all spoken, spoken as if it's already happened like in the last episode or there was a very you know, we would all know there yeah, was a very, very interesting confusing. discussion about it there where he kind of explains is this where he explains why it's important that about that the problem with the fake is that originals carry with them historical significance so you can have a, a really brilliant fake that looks as beautiful mm. as the original and that's one thing but then you can have if you're passing it off as the real thing, which, as we know, he doesn't really do because he puts his name on it, yeah. um, it, you're giving it historical value that it doesn't deserve. Yeah, it doesn't really have. That he... And that it doesn't have. And that, I thought I was really interested. Yeah. I, I kind of, again, saw into the kind of complexities of why this is so important to people. So it was all, cause it was all weird. That basically, so basically you kind of piece together that he'd seen this painting before because of fr- his very nice friend very nice in, in air quotes so you got the impression that basically something had maybe gone on between them mm. his very nice friend Bonnie had been interested to buy the same painting a while ago he, Dr. Wood said oh yes it's a real Mark Gertler again don't think that's a real person don't think so um, so she had bought it. So he was like, well, my friend Bonnie bought it, so why so is, it, is in it in this guy's house? house? It must be fake. That's what they were right. And then he was, and then they were like, well, Lovejoy, maybe you made a mistake. Maybe Bonnie's painting was the fake. Oh, and, and then, oh how dare they say that to him? And this is, this is Mark Gertler is a real painter, oh. Um, oh. by the way. Cool. He does that sort of thing. It was a nice painting. Oh, I, Slightly, I liked the painting. I don't mm. know what that expression is. Slightly coy-looking man with orange. <laughs> I think coy is the correct. I mean, yes, yeah. coy, coy. Anyway, so he is a real person. Yeah, so but, um, um, I've popped down here. Lovejoy has bought the horrible clock. Yeah, he bought the horrible yeah, bought clock. The, okay. the, clock. The, the so so uh, this is like a Fleming's umbrella thing, where I clearly thought the clock was something. Not very bad. She wasn't. She's he did buy it, but as far, I mean, I didn't think it reappeared at okay. any point. I think it was just. But the key thing is he's now on the scent, if you like, of, yeah. oh, I want to know about this painting, particularly when, is it, is it Eric or Tinker says, oh, no, Tinker says, perhaps you made a mistake. Yeah. And then you His go, oh, God, here it? we go. Because, again, I'm remembering back to the thing with the, the artist who deliberately planted his paintings and everybody mm. was saying, love you, you made a mistake. And it actually sent yeah. him spiralling because he's not, um, he, he's fallible. Yeah, yeah. So, you so know, he knows a bit he of him is going... Mistakes. I know I didn't make a mistake because I don't make mistakes, but I'm but I'm a human, so I could have made a mistake. Yeah, exactly. And it's that sort of. And he goes to see his very nice friend Bonnie, who's played by Amanda Burton. Amanda Burton. Amanda Burton. So it's like, oh, wow, it's Amanda Burton. Of course it was. And um, he, she still has the painting, so it's not like she hasn't sold it to this guy who's got it in the picture. And their relationship is, is very sweet because something obviously had gone on there, but now she's got her toy boy or whatever. Um, but they're still quite flirtatious with each other. I thought it was. 
I thought it was lovely. I thought it was really, really nice that they were just kind of like, yeah, well, that happened, but now things are different, so let me look at your painting. This is very much... I wonder if that's meant to be foreshadowing the whole, uh, well, we find out a bit more about Vicky later Mm. on. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Talking of famous guest stars... And then... (laughs) So then Inspector Lovejoy goes to... His well, flat, technically. Should we just say, sorry, oh, sorry. sorry the, you uh, forgot the bit where well, <laughs> yeah. anyone playing Love Joe actually bingo. Ding, ding. <laughs> no, but so basically, he goes, so he goes to um, Bonnie's flat, she starts the painting, he meets the toy boy Andrew, um, who's also someone quite famous. Oh, was he? Well, as in, I've seen him in other things. I was too busy Googling Amanda Burton. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and basically, I mean, the important thing there is that he finds out that she, the painting she's got is a fake. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes. Amazing so, like, point. Yeah, so he's like, well, hang on, but it, but it is a fake. But when I looked at it before, it wasn't a fake. What's yeah. going on? And he's and so he's and that's when he muses on the nature of fakes, as Bonnie oh, just yes, said. That was and it, I was sorry. just like, how did he not spot it the first time? Like, what's going on? Um, I even wrote, what was the point of that bit? Because I thought at that point, where is this plot going? Mm. I thought because that just seemed like a plot in itself. Like, like a he sees circle. The, he sees the picture in the paper. He goes to check it out. It is a fake. And I was like, where's that going? A bit confused, but yes, and then sorry, then he goes to Vicky's. Then he goes to Vicky's flat. So he's he's on the case. He's on the tr- Inspector Lovejoy. His first poor call is his daughter's flat. Although it's his flat, it's his right? flat. Yeah. So she's technically sublet it. Yeah. Although he did get give oh, no, her the he gave flat it though her, because yeah. there was she's that great big deal. Flat. It is her it. flat. He but just then, gave her the money. So she also has a, 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 a. Was it before she was famous? Did you spot who it was? Yes, it was Minnie Driver. Mini Driver. Isn't that insane? Minnie Driver who tries to seduce Lovejoy. She, and also, she was so fit. She was. Like, I was like, what a Minnie Driver. Mini Driver looked like that. She's she hot. She was Mini Driver still all right beautiful. looking. She was very hot. So implying um, that she's now some sort of old well, has-been. As, as are we all. As as, are we I all. suppose I, what I was thinking of was, because this is pre-big fame. Yes. Yes. She uh, And so I always think when people are in a film and stuff, well, they've got loads of makeup on uh, and the film is edited beautifully mm. and the lighting is good. And But no, she's actually no, naturally she just beautiful. Just so she's um, Vicky's friend Sarah, who Vicky's sublet the flat to, flat yeah. to, yeah. And like you say, he, she flirts outrageously yes. with Lovejoy. Like, oh, I've always liked an old man. <laughs> I just thought she was great. Was she was my great. favorite character. She was only in it for like two minutes. Yeah. I know. Absolutely I was expecting her to come back. I know. It's it, a shame, so that was really. that was a bit bizarre. But she was absolutely brilliant. It was one heck of a cameo. Even though I said it wasn't really a cameo because this was before she yeah. was famous. But definitely worth. Well, you would have seen it if you're listening to this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> if, if for some reason you're listening to this and haven't watched. It. Go Definitely watch it. Watch Mini it. drivers, yeah, it isn't it? it for five great. minutes, not even. And then he goes to an absolute terrible looking pub with Susan. Yeah, it just looks horrible. I mean, I wouldn't take Susan to a decent pub. She didn't deserve it. Oh, do you think that's why? No, I just maybe that's. It why, did look though. a bit. It looked, but it looked very nineties. It, it did, did look, look very nineties. So probably was quite. I was thinking that I was like, that would have been in like a trendy pub in those days. Mm. Like he, I, I was like, he's taken her somewhere nice. It just looks horrible to us now. Yeah. Now we take her to like I don't know an all bar one or something. Really. <laughs> It's yeah. kind of the, it was kind of the equivalent of an all-bar one. It was. Do you know what I mean? It was an all-bar one. It was an all-bar one. A lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think I just wrote that down because I was so shocked by how awful the pub looked. So those are the, those are the three plots, aren't they? So we've got Vicky's Gone Missing. We've got this weird, like, painting that was a fake and now... Well, sorry, mm. it wasn't a fake and now is a fake. And then we've got this needing to get this dog picture. For or Spenslade painting for James Uncle Willie. There are three plots. So at one end of the scale, we've got your daughter might be dead. And at the other end of the scale, we've got, oh, need gosh, she needs to buy a birthday present. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably of a dog in and, a bow tie. I mean, to be fair, James I mean, seems, seems, seems quite exercised by needing to buy her Uncle Willie a birthday present. It does seem quite pressing to her. Who are we to judge? And he obviously wants to please Jane. He's, he's doing this... This episode is just a whole episode of Love Joy trying to please the different women in his life. It is. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's so interesting. Really? Yeah. And he does have a lovely relationship with his daughter, which we'll yeah. come to later on, actually. So he basically has the idea of, like, he's like, there aren't many Spenslays around, but he knows someone, you know, Gloria. Like oh, yes. Gloria, and so... Who has a Spenslay, or whose husband has a Spenslay. So he goes around and says, like, can... He's like, you know, I know you don't want to sell the Spenslay, but can we do a swap? And, and she basically like, says, my husband's not here, so why not? Yeah. I, I love... This was well, exactly the quink. same as his lovely relationship with Bonnie. Like, yeah. him and Gloria were really flirty... They, she obviously was absolutely delighted that he'd come round, yes. even though she was kind of like twenty years. Could I tell you the line least, I picked yeah. out though? And I mm. don't know if this was deliberately that or not. Where he says, "Oh, I wish I'd married a woman like you," and she says, "So do I." And I thought, I wonder if she's implying actually that she's a lesbian. 
Oh. You know what I mean? If she's like... Yeah. I uh, thought she know. was saying, I wish that we'd got married. married yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could mean I... I just wondered. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought, I wonder if that's got some sort of double meaning because she's very much like... I think I was so fixated on the idea of Gloria, Bonnie and Sarah being like the three different ages of womanhood, like the, whatever it is, yeah. the maiden, mother, crone thing, yeah. that thing. I was like, maiden, mother, I, crone. And then I was like, I might be just thinking a little bit too much into no, this like, that, is good, that, that is a good point. Like, there are these three women that flirt with him and they are... They're all at very different they're stages. Different stages of Three life. ages of woman. And he responds to them all in, in different yet appropriate ways so with Sarah he's very much kind of like alright mm-hmm. now I don't no. think so you, you're my daughter's friend um, it just yeah as, as time rolls on I'm coming more over to Polly's side and thinking I do actually really yeah, like Lovejoy I do oh he's great and again though we were thinking because I was re-listening to our episode on the Judas pair because I basically just spend my life listening to us because I'm <laughs> massively <laughs> egotistical I think a great way um, to spend your life yeah just going in and out of my commute listening to us <laughs> being hilarious um, but uh, no they've made him so much nicer than the books again, yeah and I was thinking about that again as we kind of he's carry on through man. so his idea is basically he's like well, I want this Spencer that you've got so what do you want and she so she likes Edward Lear parrots yeah. Why Which does is a real nobody thing. Nobody in this episode like anything sensible. I mean, at least Edward oh, Lear they've got fun. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'll swap you an Edward Lear parent for your Spencer, and she's like, well, yeah, like you say, my husband's away. So yeah. yeah, why not? They but, kept saying the words Edward Lear Parrots over and over again as though it was an episode of Last of the Summer Wars. Yeah. Like they couldn't stop saying or as though it was Edward a normal Lear thing parrot. to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it had to always be Edward Lear Parrots. They couldn't yeah. just say like the parrot. And it would be obvious what they were saying in context. At know. this point I've written down, Why is this so good? Have I got Stockholm syndrome? That's my <laughs> I was was fully relaxed into the episode. Now we're talking about this, I can see Kevin's point more and more, by the way, about what a good episode this is. It is a good episode. It really is. It's great. There's a lot going on, but it doesn't feel confusing or rushed. I followed, so as we say, this this is, uh, we've we've sort of got our three storylines, but all of them are followable, whereas other episodes in the past that even by ten minutes in, I've gone, I've no idea what's going on, I'm just going to drink some wine. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. I, the only I was a bit confused initially with the fake, not fake plot because I was like, "What's the point of this?" But then it obviously did make sense. So basically, um, the three storylines we've got going, listener, in case you're you're trying to keep up, are uh, the painting, wh- why they're two identical paintings, which one is fake, and how the heck did that happen? Storyline number two is where's Vicky, which is <laughs> like a precursor to where's Wally, and um, <laughs> storyline number three is basically doing swapsies so that uh, Jane's uncle can have a dog in a bow tie. Yeah. <laughs> That is so well summarised. Excellent. But, yeah, so, so he agrees to swap an Edward Lear parrot for this Spence, but he doesn't have an Edward Lear parrot. So this is like where the swapsies come in. So and where when, the shopping comes in. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Wendover, who's another associate or someone they know, does have an Edward Lear parrot. So it's like, right, we're going to find out what does Wendover want that we can swap for his parrot. Yeah, why, why not just money that he can then use to buy any object of his choosing? I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it has to be swapsies, but there you go. Um, so, and there's quite a nice bit there where they're sort of talking about this and there's like the sort of cameras going between Eric and Tink. Yes. Like, tennis the, style. The, you know. Yeah, the scenes, all of the scenes ended on like a little bit of a cliffhanger. Mm. It, I think that's another reason why it was fun to follow it. Yeah. Because you weren't, you weren't getting too caught up in one strand. Even though probably your daughter going missing should be the yeah should well, be the me the yeah. main strand yeah. and it just wasn't anyway. I mean definitely the, the daughter going missing and the fake not fake painting were the two main and the the swapsies was more of a subplot. But they were all like they really they were all any one could have been a plot in and of itself, mm, yes. didn't they? Really? Yeah. Although we do get some um, sort of perils, probably too strong a word, but the plot with the paintings becomes possibly the dominant plot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Later yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, so at this point, Jane and Lovejoy go to the stately home to look at the Gertler. Yeah, because Brightman's house, yeah, is open. Oh, it's to an public. open. Oh, yes. Oh, this was so like of its time. Was this like when the whole National Trust thing had become I a really think... big deal? Because lots of people were couldn't really afford their big crumbling piles anymore, and were opening them reluctantly to Joe Public. Yeah, because I think the only other option was for them to get knocked down. Yeah, because that yeah. that TV program that I love from the seventies, The Ghosts of Motley Hall, <gasps> I oh, love yeah. it. Um, the the hall is being knocked down and the ghosts are like, oh, we're going to have to move. And you look at it, and I know it's a TV program, so it's not real, but you look at it, it's just this absolutely beautiful building. You're like, who in their real right minds would have just knocked 
When that did you, to maintain them was just so yeah. expensive, and there was, yeah, where was yeah. the money going to come when from? When did your man at Longleat basically turn his garden into a safari park? Well, well, I, I think it was in the eighties. I remember that they had a chimp that they it lived on an island in the middle of the lake. And when they went over to feed it, the chimp got in the boat and rode off. That's I might have made that. I might have made that up. I'll look it up. I'm well, really sure that's a thing. It doesn't matter. Cut it in. Cut it in. Yeah, it sounds brilliant. Whatever it. Anyway, it's true or not, it doesn't matter. So it was a lovely, stately home. But yes, all the, there were hordes of tourists yeah. going in and out of it. And they said so they and basically loved. Um, Jane uh, distracts one of the security oh, yes. guards to ask about this <laughs> another painting while Lovejoy sneaks off to have a good look at the girdler. And, and she does it very well. She's like, "Excuse yeah. me, could you?" And I can't remember what it is she says, but she's like, very polite. I'm just interested in this painting. It seems like it's painted. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Like she comes up with something. Yeah, blah blah blah. And then Lovejoy and like, basically Lovejoy discovers that yeah, this is the real girdler in Brightman's house. So okay, the, the real one's there. The fake one's in Bonnie's house. What's going on? And he authenticated the. He thinks now, shit, did I authenticate the yeah. fake one? But he knows he did. He knows he knows he, did. he didn't. He says I can't be wrong. He and says he I know, can't be wrong. And he knows the shop that that Bonnie went to, and he knows that that shop's shut down. But oh, he knows yeah. the yeah. he knows the estate agent who um, let like the, the property or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. So he goes to the estate agents to find out. Who were those people who had that art Who shop? sold the girdler to Bonnie? Yeah, basically. it turns out they're a little bit more aware of data protection. <laughs> yes, than they is, used to I was be back, agent. back in the heady days of Series 1. <laughs> yeah. I was so impressed at this point that the estate agent was like, no, I'm absolutely not going to tell you who, who, rented, who it. rented it. Because of confidentiality. And I was like, whoa. Wow. wow. We suddenly Times care about confidentiality and love joy. Yeah, so... So that line of inquiry doesn't get anywhere at the moment. But he's like, look, if I could just find out who sold it to Bonnie, that might give me a clue. Um, and then, and then, in the meantime, we go back to the Vicky plot and we find out. How do we find this out? I think, Vicky has... I'm not sure how he finds her, but it, basically, as far as I can recall, suddenly he's with Vicky and he's found her. Well, Su- it's, it's a bit of an yeah. anti-climax. Su- Susan basically, he meets up with Susan, who's wearing another fantastic outfit, um, and Susan said, she's, she's shacked up with some old man in, in Chelsea Harbour. That's right. Oh, well, yeah, Susan, she, then you know where she is. So. Yeah, she's moving so with calm the older man. Obviously, Susan isn't happy about the older man part. And Lovejoy's like, well, how old? You know, and he's like, 25? Mm. 30? 35? And then she's like, he's like, she's not my age. He's not my age, is he? And, <laughs> and because, we don't know how old my age is, obviously. Mm. Un, and only 40s, that it's more I think he's meant to be in his 40s, isn't he? In his 40s. He? And Vicky had told Jane as well. So yes. Jane knows too. So it's all a bit of a kind of... But then, rather sweetly, Lovejoy has a moment of worry, because although we're saying, like, you know, that Vicky has said he is a good father, etc., he obviously doesn't necessarily really think that himself, deep down, because yeah. then he says his moment... Does he say it to Jane, where he's like, oh, I'm just really worried because, you know, I wasn't there for her growing up, and what if the reason she's gone for this older man is because she's yeah. just looking for a father figure, because yeah. I haven't been that for her. It's like... Oh. It's very self-aware. Yeah. I do you like what he says, though, when he goes to when he goes to actually see Vicky, and they've, they've got a real bond, and I think the actors do this very well, yeah. because there was just something unspoken that they actually they just like me I mean okay I get on so well with my dad I've got that sort of bond with my yeah, dad Aww. yeah um and uh, I just I just thought that was gorgeous but he Love says you. your mother needs handling yes. I thought that was a brilliant <laughs> mother needs I wrote that down your mother needs handling <laughs> because Lovejoy goes to see Vicky and it is in a, a well it's in Chelsea isn't it it's yeah, in a lot Chelsea of bars they've got champagne well I've written her man is called David Herbert and then yeah, they got and basically he's, who's uh, Michael Kitchen from Fire's War? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, there's someone else. I mean, this this episode is stuffed full of like famous actors. Yeah, like, I was like, and I only spotted Minnie Driver. Um, I wanted Amanda Burton. Amanda Burton, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wrote, I actually wrote at this point in capitals. Everyone in it is famous. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're in, they're in this lovely bar, and Vicky and Lovejoy was like, oh, where does David Herbert live? And he's, she's like, well, actually, he lives upstairs in the penthouse. Oh. And he also has a boat in the south of France. Oh. And then Lovejoy goes, is he rich? <laughs> like, yes. Yes, no, he's, yes, he's, he's rich. Yes, he's, he's, he's rich. He's rich. I mean, basically, then they all sit down and have a meal. So I think he and David responds and Lovejoy. pretty well, yeah. actually. Yeah, he says, he says, at the end, he says, you know, I don't have anything in mind. Like, you guys... yeah. You know, you're yeah. in a relationship. And he says, I'm not part of that. He says the dad thing, which is basically, you you break my daughter's heart. I don't know yeah. what I've given him. I've given him my <laughs> dad's, dad's accent. <laughs> <laughs> you break my daughter's heart and I'll have you. Yeah. That's basically what he says. Yeah. Um, and but, but he does say he's confused by the situation. Yeah. Because David says something like, oh, you must be 
worried about this or concerned and loved it because well I'm not really worried or concerned I'm just a bit confused I yeah. he is kind of honest he doesn't just say oh I'm fine with all of and this and actually David Herbert is quite a nice looking chap yeah. he's, I, I he's think an attractive man in his he 40s, is a fairly right? attractive man and he's he seems like quite a nice chap and I, I always think he's going to turn into the bad guy and actually he, he doesn't really he doesn't really does I, I, like, I thought there was going to be some dark you know he's squirrelling money away in Monaco or something yeah. like that because they talk about him being in the south of France and he, he's I thought he was going to join up with the painting story somewhere and yeah. he doesn't at all doesn't. No. which is and nice but a lot of red herrings because I was second guessing all the way through yeah. even though I've, I've seen this before but many yeah. years ago you do. You are thinking, oh, what's going on? And then and David Herbert's like, oh, I want, I want your blessing, Lovejoy. I don't think Lovejoy really gives it, but not. But he's he doesn't like, not well, give exactly. It. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's not my pla- place to give you that. Like yeah. just get, like you say, just kind of get on with it. So that's all fine in the sense that like Vicky is safe and she's with a seemingly nice man. So then we get back to the other plot about the paintings. And, <laughs> and how are we going to find out? How are we going to find out that? who sold the painting to Bonnie? Who rented the place? So Eric it's agrees. Hilarious. This is so brilliant. <laughs> Eric basically agrees to take the girl who works in the estate agent, Kay, oh, yeah. out for a drink <laughs> in exchange so for the information <laughs> of. I think, I think she would have said you can have him I mean it was a bit well I don't know it was all a bit like neither of them seemed to really want to go out with each other yeah. I don't know what neither of them seemed to think they could do any better so yeah. they both went alright well, well you know what have we got to lose I've got nothing going on tonight yeah so I mean because they they're arranging to go out on Saturday night and like to go and see the Holy Grail who are gothic rock gothic rock bands which you know, Eric doesn't like gothic yes, rock Eric wouldn't normally um... I don't know how does Lovejoy know this much about his taste that he says I didn't think I you liked gothic was... rock I it was love very that. hilarious but I suppose he does have a point have to listen to a lot of it um, um, but yeah and basically I mean Casey's right through it she's like you're only taking me out because basically then Eric's like oh by the way who rented that <laughs> antique shop She's like, look, I'm seeing right through this. Like, you know, she's not stupid, um, and she and she gets her tickets out of it. Yeah, and she's like, well, I, I think that's it. Basically, she wants to go and see this band. Um, he wants the information, so it's not really a romantic situation, is it at all? But you know, it's win-win. For and they're the fairly open with each other, yeah. really, about it. They still say, we know what we're having a date, we're having a drink. It's all right. Yeah, we're, we're, we're... yeah. Although Eric does invite her back to his he place. He does, like, almost, like immediately. He's like, you come back to my. Like, oh, he's, just, he's a young lad, but he's just like, well, mate, if I can get a shag out of it, you know, exactly. why not? Exactly, fair um, enough. But I do like even even more because we haven't had what I've called dress up Lovejoy for a while. I mean, he doesn't really dress up, mm. but the Jane and Lovejoy. Because on the one hand, you've got Eric trying to find out, and then when Eric's found out, and they go to the shop, have I leapt ahead too far? Um, I, well, so I the main dance that makes no sense because I've then written, "Why is Lovejoy still wearing the leather jacket in the restaurant?" And I thought that's what you were about to say. Oh no, no, but no. So they, we, we yeah, we will. It's a bit. Fun. I mean, we have a few little things that happen in between, but not nothing major. Like we go back to the restaurant with Vicky and David, and Lovejoy basically says, "You know." Uh, I want to be there when Susan meets David because I think, like you say, it needs like handling. Your mother needs handling, mm-hmm. and, that's, and then and that's why I was like, why are you still wearing your leather jacket? Like everyone is so nicely dressed in that restaurant, oh, and I, I like think a leather jacket. I think it's him kind of saying, oh, yeah, he's like, I'm bullshit. not. I don't care about the man. I'm just keeping my leather jacket, and on. I'm not faced by the situation. I am, you know, yeah. Um, and, and then, then and then Tink. Um, goes to see Wendover to try and get this Edward Lear parrot, and he succeeds. And, and Wendover it... is a pig farmer. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, around it was bizarre. <laughs> and they, so they exchange the Ed, they, so exchange the Edward Lear parrot for a mystery item. And um, so he gets the Edward Lear parrot. Um, the next thing we see Susan and Lovejoy in Greenwich Park. Yes, I was like, what Hanger, park is that? I, 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 wrote, I wrote, is it Primrose Hill? It wasn't, it was Greenwich Park. Greenwich Park, yeah, yeah. I recognised it. Because um, the thing, because I've written, which park is that? Because, of course, I can kind of recognise the skyline, but I can't, actually, because all the recognize... things that I use to orient myself have been built since I then. I recognised the skyline, even though a lot of other stuff mm. has been built since then, but couldn't recognise what angle it had well, been I think to. I so thought I, it was Primrose Hill. I sort of went, sure is that Primrose Hill? But then I thought, but it's, it, it wouldn't be that clear from Primrose yeah. Hill. It's too far, it's too, it's too nearby oh, yeah. to be Primrose Hill. I you used to live, know, you to live there. And yeah. I recognised the, um, the th- how I knew, I, I kind of knew it was going to project, it looked like Greenwich yeah. Park. But there's like a um, a thing that shows you tells you what you can see. Oh, what you're looking uh, at. Yes. Yeah, and they yeah. were standing in front of that, and I was like, "Oh, that is the one in Greenwich Park." Yeah, um, yeah. So and basically, they have a heart to heart, and like you know, Lodge is like, "Look, she's all right. She's safe. This guy seems okay." And that's where we. That's where Susan goes. But she's 19, and that's why I was like, "Oh, Vicky is 19." 
Christmas about Christmas twenty-five. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and in the last episode, in the uh, with the Claymore, she was. Well, we, she was. We, like, we, we decided she was about twenty-one, didn't yeah. we? Like, oh, she's probably about twenty-one now. I mean, nineteen makes more sense in terms of the timeline of Lovejoy, yeah. but anyway. And then, um, yeah. Anyway, Susan agrees to meet David, and it's kind of all seems like it's going okay that that particular thing. And then, and then this is when, yeah, they find out from Kay who um, rented the shop, which is Queston Fine Arts. And um, so, love Joe and Jane go around. Yeah. That man's hair. What, re- what, what was happening with his hair? I wrote, salesman has terrible ponytail. Oh, God, it was really That nice. was very much of its time, though. Jesus. This is the early 90s. This is, like, 91. It oh, was. I remember my cousin I mean, got, like, a clip-in oh. ponytail that you could oh, clip well, in. Was At it? least it wasn't one of those rat's tail ones. Well, <laughs> that was one of the just... plot points oh. in Only Fools and Horses oh, around yes, this time, where she thought where she, she thought it was a mouse, was a mouse was a and, and he pretended to kill it. <laughs> yeah, and it was it's because he put a ponytail, and not he? I will say my cousin is a hairdresser. Like, so, yeah, it's he, not odd that he had a clip that he had access to clipping ponytails. Yeah. So yeah, they. <laughs> Apparently, that man, the actor, has since gone on to found a luxury travel guide business. Oh, there you oh, go. There you go. I was thinking about we were talking about reading travel guides, weren't we? Yeah, because yeah. that's full circle. I just thought this bit was hilarious. It. What was hilarious about this bit was the over deliberate overacting mm. in Shane overacting when he's doing his asides to the camera because Lady Jane loves and she's done this in several episodes where she's sort of been the full guy for the you know she yeah and she she sort of really overdoes it and says oh my husband George and I and he turns to the camera and goes George. George? <laughs> It was. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And and but again, it shows that they can do this because she, they know each other so kind of intimately yeah. in yeah. terms of how their brains work that they can pull this off. Because you get the feeling they haven't discussed it. They haven't got a big cover story. They've just said, look, let's just pretend to be married and we're looking at some paintings. Yeah. And she is then improvising. Yeah, it is so funny. She's it brilliant. Is really good. So they pretend to be interested in some paintings, and basically what they figure out is that the some of them are copies and some of them are real. And the copies are all sold, apparently, and the real ones are all available. And that's kind of what they discover, isn't it, from their visit to this shop? Yes, which which they find slightly odd. Yes, slightly um, suspicious. And it, it, do they just spot the restorer sort of thing as they go around the corner? Because it's, it's kind of linked up, isn't it? Yes, because Jane get... takes the picture to get sorted out with the second hottest man in the world I've written, because obviously we saw the yeah. first hottest man in the world in Lovenos. But But before they do that, because this is why I, I got really confused because I misheard. So basically the salesman, the terrible painter, guy, introduces himself and says, Hi, I'm Jez. Well, so I thought he said... I'm Jez Reichman, right? And then Lovejoy goes, any relation? Like, to the camera, I think. And I was like, relation to who? What's going on? I'm really confused. It was only, like, ten minutes later, oh, yes. though. It's Jez Brightman. Yeah, so, so he's the any son, relation son to the, your man. Yeah, the, the, the son Lord. of the man with the real painting. So then, obviously, that makes it the whole thing much more suspicious. But I was like, what's going on? I just thought it was a random guy with bad hair. And it was actually quite cleverly linked up then, wasn't it? It was mm. about how, I mean, also quite easy for him to sort of work out the, uh, what how it all worked. They find that also linked to this quest and fine arts, there's a, a restorer, a painting restorer, and they're like, mm, what's going on? Is there some connection? Da, da, da. I mean, it's not really, they sort of just think, well, let's see. Let's so, like, Jane just takes one of her paintings. Mm. They go and he pick chooses one. it, doesn't he? He yeah. says, well, that one will do. And she's like, oh, I don't know, she I like that one. Mm. But yeah, so take one of her paintings to be restored. It doesn't really need restoring, but... And meanwhile, Lovejoy is somehow looking through some microfiche. Oh, so that, yeah, because interestingly, like, you know, Lovejoy seems all cool with David Herbert, but the next thing we know, he obviously isn't that cool with him because he's researching him in the library and finding out what he can about this David Herbert chap. <laughs> yeah. I think, again, he just wants to make sure his daughter's not being scammed in any way because it almost seems... I wonder well, if my dad would do that, probably. I don't and know. how much more effort was it in those days? I mean, now you'd so Google much the effort in those days, you, you would. I mean, microfiche. I mean, come on, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> I say, yeah, he's in the, in the library looking at the microfiche, which just took me back. So much. I do. I do remember having to do that a little bit when I was in school, and we had to learn yes. how to use the microfiche machine. Goes to library, hard, weren't they? And yeah. learn how to use it and everything. How did like, you know which which ones to look at to find? Yeah, you, I, th- I think it was all indexed. So you'd say to the like librarian, "Oh, I need this to find out about this person," yeah. and then they'd go and look in the index and then give you the the editions of the paper that had it in. Then you'd still have to like look, look through, through yourself to find. I think, I mean, that's all a bit from memory. I don't know if it did. I remember doing as a kid because, and I wasn't quite sure where I'd been born for reasons that (laughs) sort of vaguely make sense if you know my backstory. I remember going to the local library and looking up old newspapers 
for up to about four weeks after I was born on every single day to see if there was a birth announcement to try and oh. figure out what my name might have been oh, so that I could so I was about when I was about 14 oh, oh my god and he didn't find me oh. so and so what he did but what love because I think he's just searching well no actually so he so he's actually not in there just researching David Herbert but he, he's researching Michael Bryan yeah. Um, which he looks at and he finds out that Michael Brightman's son, Jez Brightman, who we've already met, but I didn't know this at the time because I didn't know who he was, so this didn't make much sense to me at and the time. And then you went, oh! Yeah. So <laughs> we find out Michael Brightman's son has been on a drugs charge. Was he in prison? Like He definitely did something nasty. He's been, he? he had been charged with a drugs There'd offense. There had been a scandal. Yeah. But then he also researches David Herbert and he finds out about David Herbert PLC. Yes. A cleverly named company. And he basically finds out that David Herbert is still married. But I think we sort of know that it's not like a huge shock because he's... We know that he's been married and he's separated. And Vicky says he's yes. separated. Mm. So I think... And not, Vicky said she... Yeah, I Vicky thought Vicky said, said he, she oh, no, sorry, she died. That's right. sorry. Vicky said she died. So he, that's right, sorry. And yeah. I think Lovejoy, yeah. the, the assumption... And I can't remember if this comes up in a conversation with Jane, but I think the assumption he makes is, oh, well, he probably you know was open about the ex-wife and then went, oh, she died. Yeah. And then couldn't really go back on that because how do you go, yeah, you know the woman I said was dead? Well, well she's, she's not quite dead. She's not yeah. dead. To quote Monty Python, <laughs> she's yes. not quite dead. <laughs> Tick that one off. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So like, you find out that yeah, the wife is still living, but we're not sure if they're still together or not because she oh. lives in the south of France. So that may be an indication they might not be together because she lives in another country. But yeah. it's all a bit unclear at this stage. So he finds out. He and then finds he, out this quite important bit. Of he has that conversation with Jane about. Well, I'm going to have to tell Vicky, and I'm thinking, but you don't have to tell Vicky. You have to tell David that you know. Yeah. And then David can tell Vicky. Like, yeah. that's how you should Give handle chance. that situation. Because you actually don't know. You've made an assumption. Love, Joy. God. Why, why will he never listen to me when I'm shouting at the television? I don't understand. We're shouting at the tw- <laughs> television 25 years on. Yeah. So you basically do find out somehow that he... <laughs> yeah. You're a fictional character. Out of fiction, yeah. But apart from all of that... But we do, cause we do find out quite quickly afterwards. I can't quite remember how that... Like, David Herbert, he is separated from his wife. So, I mean, that's still, you know... Yeah, he shouldn't have said she was dead. But yeah. I agree, it's probably like, oh, she's dead. And then like, oh shit, hang on. Can't yeah, really. How, you can't really yeah. go back on a lie like that, can you? So when, when Jane takes her painting to be restored... By the second hottest man in the world. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my Mr. God. McKinley. <laughs> Mr. McKinley is a... I like that later on she describes him as having South, South London, London charm. <laughs> which basically means... <laughs> he's, he's a bit got, rough. He's a bit rough around the edges and he's got a Cockney accent. Oh. Possibly a little bit of a wide boy. Yeah. He is hot. So she kind of quizzes him a bit while she takes the painting there, obviously, to like try and get info. But so we find out handily, people tend to spill the relevant info. He's like, he was at the Royal College. Well, Jane is very art, disarming presumably. as well, though. Yeah. Jane is yes. so good at getting info yes. because she's got that kind of innocence, uh, but that uh, reputability, is that a word? Yeah, um, it is now. Uh, I'm sure that's not a word. Reputability. Reputation. She's re- she's reputable. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you all looked at me like, what the fuck is she talking about? Reputableness. She's a very she's very reputable. You know, she's she's quite well to do. Yeah. So you trust somebody who speaks like this. Yeah. She's got that sort of innocence and naivety and about her. She's you know. quite attractive. She's yeah. chatty. I mean, remember very how charming. she remember how she sort of disarms literally angel trousers mm. when she's talking to him and she's like, oh no, don't cry, Mister Trousers. <laughs> <laughs> She did. She did, she did the same with the hot Moroccan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very good at disarming yeah. excitable young men. She is. Mm. So we find out special skill for your CV, isn't it? <laughs> so I disarm excitable young men. And so um, we find out that this excitable young man was at the Royal College at the same time as Jez Brightman, Royal College of Art, presumably. I, it's not specified, but. Uh, I believe that's what they're talking about. And so then, so then, I mean, I, I managed to figure it out for myself then because he's like, oh, I was a painter, but now I just do this restoration. I don't have time to do my own painting. So they say, okay, so clearly what's happening is you're getting yeah, these paintings out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're getting these paintings to be restored. You're copying them. You're giving the real painting back. You're selling the fake. I got that yeah. part. I was like, great, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it was a scam that was a little bit complex, but it wasn't so complex that you couldn't understand it on a Sunday night. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Nice. Um, and then yeah, and that's when then we then find out David Herbert separates. Not quite. Does does he find that out by going to David Herbert? He sees her. He yeah. actually sees her. She, oh, she yeah. gets out of a car, and he bribes the driver. And yes, that's it. And the driver says, says, "He says, oh, is it the former Mrs. Herbert?'" And the driver says something along the lines of, "No, they're very much, you know, current, the current Mrs. Herbert." 
But but then he does somehow find out that they are. He definitely finds out that they're separate. They had well that that comes at the very end actually oh, when um, I've been it, yeah. David Herbert actually. David Herbert tells him, explains it all at the end. I love the fact that we've all decided to just call him by his full name. David, David Herbert. Herbert. Well, he was always referred to as David, David Herbert, Herbert the whole way through. Um, and then, anyway, Lovejoy wants to tell Vicky, and as Emma said, I was like, well, should you tell her? Anyway, so that, he kind of thinks, should I tell her? Um, and then, but then instead of doing that, he goes to see Michael Brightman to talk about his son... He's really juggling his priorities at this point because he's still trying to find a dog with a bow. Yeah. For his girlfriend's, his on off girlfriend's <laughs> uncle. <laughs> uncle Willie. And he's trying to sort this out. And he's also got trying to sort his daughter yeah. out. And he, he must be... This is like one of those things when the, in job interview where they say, can you give us an example of when you've had competing priorities? <laughs> and you have to... you know, How do you, well, how do you go about prioritising oh, your workload? Well, the situation I was in, my daughter was missing, but I also needed to buy a dog in a bow. <laughs> so, uh, so what I clearly did was... I delegated to my associates who <laughs> could go and find a parrot that would help me secure the dog yeah. with a bow. And they go... Now stay with me. I'll tell you in a minute where the parrots come into this. <laughs> uh, then the interviewer will say something like, "And did you use any tools like you know Google Diaries or whatever it was, <laughs> whatever it's called? Like I used some microfiche." Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, what's interesting is that he goes to Michael Brightman's house and basically notices that like a lot of the paintings in Michael Brightman's house are the same ones that he saw in the shop. And so, I mean, and this is a point where we don't really know, and it's never, it's never kind of made clear to what extent Michael Brightman is in on this scam. Mm. I mean, because you can't really tell, because he sort of doesn't really... I he's not surprised about his son, but then you think, well, he knows his son is dodgy, and of course you defend your son, yeah. whether you were in on it or well, not. Well, he was an arsehole. He, do you know what he came across as? One of these spoilt... Well, we can get away with everything because yeah. we're posh. We're, yeah. we're, we're just sweeping we're under the carpet. We're yeah. rich and how dare you? And we can basically out-talk you because it wasn't even necessarily about money. Basically, he explains, so basically what's been happening is they've been taking the dad's paintings specifically, getting them restored, and then while they're being restored, showing everyone the real ones in case anyone can oh, spot yes, a fake. In the shop, mm. yeah. So then they think they're buying the real one, and then when they come back to collect it, it's a fake. So it's quite, it's quite, it clever. Is quite clever and quite, and, and I'm sure his daddy's in on it. I'm sure yeah. he is. Yeah, it's kind of quite. It's left quite ambiguous, but I, I but agree. He has yeah. that supercilious attitude of I am untouchable. I, I am untouchable because I'm better educated than you. He assumes, mm. um, and he, he, that's the sort of implication, isn't he? I'm better educated than you. I'm therefore better spoken than you. Therefore, I can say such things with such confidence that you will back down. I think he, th- these people get through life by just outconfidencing everybody yeah. around yeah. them. The weird thing is that um, Lovejoy doesn't try to accuse him though. Like Lovejoy says, "Oh, I bet your son's been trying to convince you to get all these paintings restored." And I was like, "Well, surely no. He's just been giving his son the paintings." So it was all a bit odd. Isn't it? But yeah. then is he trying to give him an out by saying, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, th- I thought that was quite clever because yeah, actually, true. A, true. if he really is colluding, Lovejoy's giving him an out. And yeah. if he's not colluding, Lovejoy's not rubbing him up too much the yeah, wrong way by accusing yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, so Lovejoy confronts the boys, doesn't he? Well, yeah, yeah. So actually, we uh-huh. find out Tinker's got the parrots. So Tinker has secured the Edward Lee oh, parrot. Stop All the front page, well. everyone. <laughs> Tinker has got the parrot. the parrot. So what did the farmer get? We don't know that we at the moment. We don't know. I think I know what yeah, we oh, do. Okay, do know cool. what it is at the very um, end. Okay. But maybe I'm wrong. At the very end, we do. Oh, well, um, I didn't, so I'm looking forward to that reveal. Uh, so, yeah, so basically... I think so, I might be wrong. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Um, so, so he goes back to the shop, yeah, to see the boys, to say, like... So I tried to tell your the dad... The boys, I mean, they are. They are in their late 20s, but, you know... That go, go, yeah, goes back to questions, but they're it's closed down. But actually, they're closing, they're clearing out, and so he confronts them. And they just kind of, I mean, what I didn't at this point, he says, Lovejoy's name, name sleuthings the game, and I'm like, so, no, so and so he's sure stealing is the game. game. <laughs> Second reference, isn't it, to all of that? Because <laughs> they're like, how have you figured all this out? And then what does he do? Does he just like say, you naughty boys? And I can't. He just sort of goes, I know what you're up to. And they're like... And I can oh. prove it because I can go and get the picture. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. like, I don't care what you say because I can prove it. Yeah. And he goes to Bonnie's, but then like, they've, they're one step ahead because they've already been there and bought it back off her. Yeah. and she For was more a... than she paid for it. So she was like, delighted. And yes. she could buy her toy boy car. Yeah, yes, right. there was interesting power dynamics in this bit. I thought it was really good. But again, I wanted them to get their comeuppance a little yeah, bit more because they don't there get their is, at all. It's no, the fact don't. that it's still there's still stuff going on even nowadays, and this this almost 
implied that they were letting that status quo continue and I was disappointed in Lovejoy yeah, yeah. it was a shame that there was no that like... sort of upper class status quo to carry yeah. on yeah because normally Lovejoy's quite good at Redressing the balance. Like, yeah, yes, that's exactly it. Redressing the balance. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about him as almost being slightly Robin Hood-esque in yeah. the past. Yeah. The whole, you know, not this anyway, week. Not but... so much this week. And then he goes to see Vicky, which I think with the intention to tell her that David mm. is, like, his wife is still alive. And then she's... Poor well, Vicky's distraught. She's, she's very upset. I did... I'm not going to lie, I did cry in this bit. Because oh, it put me right back in that place of, like, you know when someone breaks up with you and it yeah. is so upsetting she's because 19. you know you didn't do anything wrong she'll and it, everything back. seemed fine and it's... And she has... But when you're 19, it seems even worse because you're 19. Yeah. And um, and he said to her, you can stay in the flat as long as you want, which to me would have slightly softened. It would be. <laughs> stay in this Chelsea <laughs> like, I'll just stay here forever then. It's the Chelsea, here Chelsea penthouse. That do oh she could go to jane's like lovejoy says to her why don't you go to jane's if you don't yeah. want to stay here and actually i think she's kind of it's basically she's so like david's left her and she doesn't want to stay there because it reminds her of him which i, I kind of get even though it's beautiful um and then he, she doesn't want to stay with her mom she doesn't want to stay with her dad and so lovejoy suggests jane and she kind of seems okay i think basically they agree that that's what she'll do right mm, even though it's yes. not like um so yeah so poor vicky so, so she, he never so he never tells her does he and, about and, her wife cause... and vicky blames him and um, Susan, he, she's like, he broke up with me because of you. But interestingly, she's kind of right. She is kind of yeah, right. She's right. Just not in the way that she thinks. No. Yeah. Because he he sort of says, oh, he's had a change of change of heart, you know, and he doesn't think it's the right thing. But he does tell. He basically thanks Lovejoy. This is where I thought I was waiting for the catch, and then there wasn't one because he basically says, oh, I've been a right dick. Yeah. And you so, helped me see that. I don't want to be a dick to your daughter or to my wife. Yeah. And, and I'm gonna go. Yeah, because Lovejoy bumps it on the way out of yes. the flat. Lovejoy bumps it. Can we into please David. enjoy the cleverest thing I've ever written in my notebook? Yes. So as Lovejoy leaves the flat and sees David Herbert with a young woman, another young woman, I've written that had better be his daughter. Oh yeah. And it, it was. was. Well, he says it is. No, it is. I Shush, think don't spoil it. Spoilers. I, think <laughs> I mean, I think it is, but it's not. I mean, he says it's his daughter, and he's getting back together with his wife because, like Polly just said, he's kind of seen the light. Yeah, I think so, in a sense it was Lovejoy's fault. I mean, Vicky would use the word fault, and um, because he does, David Herbert does say, you know, when I met you, Lovejoy, it made me realise that the situation was a bit ridiculous. It does come up though. We've talked already in the past about Lovejoy. And the importance of sort of mm. being a paternal kind of quality. So I like the fact that he might have helped to bring that out in somebody else. And I know yeah. I've alluded to this before. It comes up. It comes up a few times um, in future episodes, but particularly just because it's got her in it. With Ju- when Julia Swala does her guest appearance in yeah. series six, it comes up. And it's, again, the same thing. And he actually says, I've got one like you at home, a daughter. You when know. he was with Sarah earlier and she was absolutely yes. flinging herself Exactly. He was just like, oh, yeah, he's, he's not no, interested in young you're girls. A young, you're he? a young girl and yeah. there's a line and I've got a daughter. And, again, it's that thing about my his daughter. I totally believe that his daughter is the most important thing in the world to him mm. because he, that is consistent, that thing about actually respecting. He didn't respect women necessarily didn't respect well, you know he doesn't always respect people he <laughs> does respect young you know women who are his daughter's age and younger and i think i, I, I like that aspect of him oh he is nice he yeah, just reminds me a little bit nice. of my dad as well but yeah so and this is why i've written mckinley and jez got off scot-free yeah i've written yeah. posho rescued by daddy but what about the south london boy i bet yeah. he ends up going to prison i bet he so does that's all very annoying but then and then the others that's that that plot and then the final storyline the, the swapsies i love that it's such a good term for it they all work basically jane gets her but it got very confusing it was like pass it on and yeah. there were all these items and gradually another item was added to the end of the yeah. list and everyone passed them so, on to so somebody this is else the we never knew what was very complicated I wrote, oh, you know, way of getting a picture yeah and we never knew i thought we never knew what wendover wanted See, it was I, left as a mystery i think we know i think we do, do you, okay right should we say what, tell what, me what and got a different what, thing. Why? you say what yours is i think it's the clock the horrible clock from the beginning because lovejoy had it in the workshop he was tinkering about with it and like the final oh, bit of the final scene it's gone he looks it's, down, it's, it's down gone. and it's gone so oh. they swapped the clock for yeah. the parrot for the spensley yeah is that right yeah, that's yes. what I think. Yeah. So, and everything gets passed along. So then. it wasn't a Fleming's umbrella clock. Oh, no, clock no, 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 it came wasn't. Right that makes it much more sense. No, you're Thank right. Thank you for yeah, illuminating. Yeah, yeah. All's well that ends think, well. The they gave Wendover the horrible clock. Well, yeah. All that ends well, apart from yeah, 
people Apart get from... away with scummy behaviour and <laughs> swindling people. And this is the thing, are they just going to lie low and then go and try it again yeah. somewhere else? Because they probably are. Yeah. But... He's obviously a very good forger, so, so he's going to carry on doing it. Hugely pleasing, but... Uh, mm. Maybe he'll have some sort of epiphany and only do art therapy from now on <laughs> in schools with disadvantaged like, children. I mean, it's actually not a very happy ending, is it? Apart from for Jane's Uncle Willie. Like, yeah, so it's not that really happy for him. He likes dogs in bow ties. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's a lost cause. Lovejoy's lost his clock. Yeah, and... Um, Vicky's these, lost her relationship. Yeah, and these twats get away with their thieving ways. And yeah, and it was... Uncle Willie never had his taste to begin with. Yeah. But, but it was a weirdly nice episode, even though... It was, actually. It was lovely. Yeah. I mean, it, there was an element of everything is resolved. It just yes, hadn't it was resolved. resolved to its to how we would want it, it to was, be resolved. It was very funny. It was yes. funny. I did love the whole, my husband George. George! George. <laughs> there were some brilliant expressions to camera. It, yes. was, it was really, really good. I oh. really enjoyed that. So, marks out of ten? Um, I'm, I'm going to give it an... an well, I was going to say a nine, but I'm going to I go know, back down can... to an eight because now I've just realised you're right. Those lads did get away with yeah. it, and that's and, the thing that annoyed me. The and most. it could, it wouldn't be difficult to realistic. wrap it up in a better way, I guess. Well, I suppose yeah. it's realistic, isn't it? In real life, like as Polly was saying, pe- privileged people get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but I don't need that on my Sunday night escapist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sunday night escapism. Yeah, I'd probably give it an eight point five because I thought it was. I, I see. I, this is why I love series three. We've had very few mm. uh, eh, eh, in series yeah. three. Yeah, so I'm going to give it an eight point five because again, it was really funny. The fact that they could have three concurrent plots. Oh, that well, maybe I should go for eight point three. Three concurrent plots that all made sense and that I could actually understand. <laughs> Yeah. And, and that finished off quite neatly, and that didn't feel jammed in. Yes, it wasn't rushed. The, I don't the know, pacing was there were three, very good. Yes, even though there were three of them. Like sometimes when there's one, again, it's too rushed. It's by a writer we've had a few times, and we oh, yes. still haven't learned to pronounce his bloody name. Oh, oh is was that it Francis? Francis 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 um, for the similar reasons, really, I loved all the plot lines. It was hilarious. I understood what was happening. <laughs> I mean, that's always a bonus. Everyone, everyone had something to do. Like you know how sometimes, like you're like, "Where's Tink in this episode? He's not doing anything." Like everyone, yes. all the main characters had a role that was that they were well, brilliant. They in. went shopping. Yes. Yeah. I suppose Tink, I just Tink, Eric and Jane go shopping. They don't go shopping together. They don't go shopping together. It's implied that they all just have like. Anyway, what did Eric go shopping for? It's all, it's all a, a yeah. date. Yeah. <laughs> it does imply that they all kind of had a day out at Meadow Hall, doesn't it? And... <laughs> oh, but yeah, it was brilliant. Um, antique of the week. I'm, I'm, I liked the Spenceley. No, I know it was kind of disgusting. No, it's awful. I hate. Oh, it went like round the circle. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a case of it's so bad. Well, we it's d- good. Did we actually see the Spenceley? Because obviously, well, the we one that was in the dogs, auction, didn't we? But so I guess we, we did the one see. that Uncle Willie ends up actually getting. I don't know if we ever actually no. saw it. No, I don't think we saw that. Did you decide if Spenceley was a real person? I don't know how it's spelled. Oh. I think, isn't he? Didn't well, he I, t- I tried to find it. But I didn't know how you spell Spenceley, so I yeah. I couldn't find it in any spelling that I tried, but I didn't. And Google's normally quite good, isn't it? Yeah, if you're trying to reach mm. for something. What was his first name meant to be? Charles. Oh, well done. I wrote I was, it down. I was very, very decisively going to say Edward. <laughs> was, I wrote it down, I wrote it down. Yeah, no, I, so yours would be the, the, the dog picture, the specifically. Dog picture. The horrendous yeah. dog picture. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I think my... Re- I actually liked the Gertler Yeah, he painting. is real. Oh, Spencer. Oh, they're always real. In they are always real. They yeah, are. we shouldn't have doubted. We shouldn't, we shouldn't really question it. Are uh, they horrible dog pictures? They're not all horrible dog pictures. <laughs> Just it's, the one it's in the It's got auction. amazing spelling. S-P-E-N-C-E-L-A-Y-H. Oh, I never even weird. Yeah, I was not even getting anywhere close to that when I was googling it. So well done, Paul. Um, um, yeah, so I think mine would yeah mine would be the Gertler because I I really liked that painting. It was a good, cool. It was like a nice style, uh, quite modern. Yeah, I liked it. I would have it on my wall. Yeah, well, that's I quite big. I'd have a wall big enough, but if I had a wall big enough, I would have it on my wall. I think I quite like that as well, actually. So we've all gone for paintings, so, yeah. but mm. you two got better taste than me. <laughs> That's what we've learned. I mean, I'm, I'm going to... Yes. So what have we learned? <laughs> we've learned that you two have got lovely taste in art and, and that I am a not. shit show. I've not learned anything, but I feel it has been reiterated to me that if you are in a position of privilege, you can get away with shit. Yeah. But also, as you <sighs> mentioned, Polly, as well, we learned, again, probably we knew, but reiterated, that, you know, 
Lovejoy's relationship with Vicky is very important to him. Like she probably yeah. she is like oh, really. I might change it to Island. I was reminded of the importance of dads. Oh, oh. yeah, because that's I, a good one. I do just. I should probably ring my dad. I'm supposed to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ring my dad later. <laughs> anybody, but I have a very, I have a very complicated background. So anyone, just so anyone listening to this, knows, and to which I alluded in previous episodes. And my adoptive dad is just on a pedestal for me. So I want to give him a shout out every time Aww. I possibly can. We'll dedicate this episode dad. to him, just to embarrass him. The dad, the dad's episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna embarrass him because he's a northerner and he doesn't like overt praise. Oh. Do you think? Do you think he's listening to this? He does listen to this. Oh, hello. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, what have you learned, Em? Um, I, I think that I've learned um, that yeah, if you do things with confidence, you can you can pull it off. Not just yeah. those privileged boys pulling it off. Well, one of them wasn't but, privileged. But when Jane was saying that her husband, George, oh, was yes. doing this, and when she got the security guard to come away and look at the other yes. thing, she did it all very true. confidently and subtly. We see a lot more of that in the next episode yeah. as well, don't we, actually? There's some more of that coming up. Again, mm. it's consistency of the uh, yeah. the characters, which is lovely. Well, that was great. That was great. I hope that was all right for you, Kevin. Thank you for your uh, mm. your comments. Do feel free to send us some more. And uh, we do hope to be interviewing Kevin very yes. soon. Uh, it is on the cards. We'll be doing another patron Exciting. interview. Um, probably within within the next few months because we've got a couple of other things up our sleeve. Ooh, which we're, we're not going to reveal yet, but we're which, very excited. we're not going to reveal, but life's all got a little bit crazy. Yeah, it's uh, very exciting. At the moment. So uh, <laughs> with that, we're going to go and sort of cool yeah, down. Like we're very hot. So, the uh, so um, leave us a review. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. All those things and come and say hello at lovejoy a pod um talk to me on twitter yeah yay and speaking of patrons um you can find us on patreon.com slash lovejoy actually where you if you would like to support us you can do and you can uh, you can download a bingo sheet yeah oh yes you you can can listen to us messing up even more than the mess up side yeah i mean the blooper reel is like what else could they do what could be worse (laughs) are we going to put up that interview with the uh, Helen's, Helen's granddad. granddad. Oh, yeah. brilliant! Yes, there'll be an interview with my granddad about Ian McShane as a boy. They yes, were neighbours. They, yeah. So uh, there's lots and lots on Patreon. You can do that for as little as two dollars a month as well. Okay. You can support us very, so, very two cheaply. Pounds. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so hot. Right, right. right. With bye. that, bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. bye. bye.